those words. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9. He said, so give your servant, and I like that he's, when he's speaking to the Lord, he says, give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. God, if I could have anything, would you just please give me a heart that knows how to lead these people? And would you give me the ability to know the difference between right and wrong as I'm ruling? That was quite a request. Who's able to govern this great people of yours? God, this is too big for me. Well, God was very pleased with his response. And and he ended up telling Solomon, I will do what you've asked. I'll give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. And then he said, Moreover, I'm going to give you what you didn't ask for. Honor for your whole lifetime. Riches and honor, greater than anybody else for your whole lifetime. But Solomon, he, he just wanted wisdom. And you know what? If you've got a family, I mean, yeah, there might be a lot of things you need, but sometimes, God, I just need wisdom. How do I leave my family? How do I... At the, at the job I'm on. You know, I need wisdom here. Wisdom. So, getting wisdom from God. Um, the first point I want us to see, that we see in the scriptures, is that we need to see wisdom as the greatest treasure. If you see wisdom as something extremely valuable, that gets the Lord's attention. If you don't see wisdom as that important, then you're probably pretty much on your own <laughs> figuring stuff out. See wisdom as the greatest treasure. We could have all kinds of treasures. Okay, I'm going to put this one. I've shown you a picture before. This is not a picture of my vehicle, but it, it was that's what it was like because I lost all the pictures of my vehicle. God said, I don't want you to have them anymore, so they're just lost. So I don't know where they are. They're gone. When I was about a freshman in high school, uh, a guy, he was older than myself, uh, several years older, he'd moved to Reno, Nevada, and then he came back. And he came back with this, it was either a 1953 or a 1954 Ford truck. And when I saw that, I thought, I want one of those. And, you know, we all say, oh, I'd like, but that something in me is like, this. I, I want one of those. So from that point on, I am looking for a Ford truck like that. Of course, I knew I wouldn't find one like that. I was looking for something, something left out in the farmyard somewhere that had been abandoned for years. And so I'm, I'm just going through life. I want to get one of those trucks. I'm going to get one of those trucks. And eventually, I found one about 15 miles, just abandoned off on a farmhouse. You know, it hadn't been used for a long time. It was pretty beat up. But I found one, a 55 Ford. And then for the next two years, my brother and I built that thing, frame up, stripped it down to the frame and built it back up again. That was my treasure. That was my treasure. I looked for it until I found it. And then I did everything I could with it. So it turned out, and you know what? It's not my treasure anymore. Okay? But if something is your treasure, you, you won't give up. Until you get it. And God says, I want you to 
I want you to seek my wisdom as if it was a treasure. To really, really want it. Let's just look at some verses and Proverbs here. Proverbs 8.10 It says, Choose my instruction instead of silver. You could be chasing after silver, but go after my instruction. Knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. The Lord, speaking through Solomon, says, you can, you can go after a lot of things, but let, just let me tell you this. Wisdom is more precious than all of them. Wisdom. In Proverbs 16.16, 16, it says this. How much better to get wisdom than gold? To choose understanding rather than silver. In the, in the eyes of God, who has everything, he says, wisdom. Get wisdom. Now, some would say, well, my greatest treasure is Jesus. Well, of course he is. Jesus is our greatest treasure. But you know what? Scripture says, Jesus is the wisdom of God. Let's just take a look at that real quickly. He is. In Colossians chapter 2, it's, been, it's in this chapter it's talking about Jesus knowing Jesus and then it says the end of verse 2 and on into verse 3 Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge it's all in Jesus what's he talking about here let me tell you Jesus is the wisdom of God he's the wisdom of God for forgiveness and being restored to a right relationship with God. Jesus is the wisdom of God for that happening. It all happens through Jesus. God in His wisdom made it all available through Jesus. Salvation, eternal life, it's all through Jesus. Deliverance from bondages and sin and all that stuff, it's all through Jesus. It's all through... Jesus is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. So... God wants us to see wisdom as a great treasure. That you don't just, you know, ask for a day and then give up. No, no, you just keep seeking it, wisdom. But this next thing, this is huge, this is foundational. My second point is this. True wisdom starts with reverence for God. Fear the Lord is the way it's worded. A reverential awe for God. True wisdom starts with reverence for God. Wisdom doesn't start with a high IQ. And how many of you would rejoice with me that that's the case? Okay, you don't have to have a high IQ to have wisdom. And I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm pretty average IQ wise, you know. Praise God. Wisdom doesn't come from having special abilities. Doesn't come from that at all. Praise God. Wisdom doesn't even come from getting college degrees. Yeah. <laughs> okay. John's excited about that. He's excited. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. Okay, awesome. awesome. 
Wisdom doesn't come from that. Let's just look at the scriptures. Oh, excuse me, I'm backing up here. They're already up there. Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord, this reverential awe, God is God. He is the Creator. He is over all things. God is not here to serve me, although He has chosen to do so through Jesus. But we are here as part of His creation to serve Him. He's God. He's God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If you want to have wisdom in this life, that is the starting place, having this reverential awe of God, that God, you are God. And I am here to know you, I am here to serve you, I am here to walk with you. You are God. Wisdom starts there. That's the beginning of it. All who follow His precepts have good understanding. Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. You want understanding on as you're going through life and understanding what? Knowledge of Him is the understanding we need in this life. Because it applies to everything. It applies to everything. Proverbs 15.33 says, The fear of the Lord teaches a man wisdom, and humility comes before honor. So, when it comes to wanting wisdom in this life, in the circumstances we go through, we need to see wisdom as very valuable. A treasure. And we need to start off by having a reverential awe for our God. That's where wisdom begins. And the third thing I want us to look at, and I like this one. This is good. God wants to give us wisdom. He really wants to. He doesn't begrudgingly do it. He is wanting us to get wisdom from Him. Now, uh, we encounter all kinds of circumstances in life. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are unawesome. There's all kinds of circumstances. James 1, verse 2. Gotta love this verse. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Consider it what? Pure joy. When you're facing trials of many kinds. Why would I want to do that? Because you know that the testing of your faith will destroy your life. No, that's not what it says. No. No, you really need to follow the scriptures. I could lead you astray here, okay? That's not what it says. It says, you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, patient endurance, being able to continue on and not be destroyed. The testing of your faith was never meant to destroy you. It was meant to develop within you this patient endurance that you, with God's strength, with God's help, you can continue on. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So, 
Those things that we go through, and I'm not saying God plans everything we go through. In this life, there's just stuff that happens. But God says the stuff, He's bigger than the stuff. He's bigger than the stuff. And He can take us through it. So, awesome. I know I should count it all joy. But sometimes, you have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? God, I just thank you. You're in charge. I trust that you're working this all. But sometimes there's like deadlines and decisions that need to be made. What do you do then? I mean, you can count it joy. That's a, you should count it joy. But sometimes you don't have a choice on, you've got to make this decision. You've got to do something. So what do you do then? Well, it goes from verse 4 right to verse 5. And it says this. And if through all of this, the trials and the testings, and if through all of that, you lack wisdom, ask me. If you lack wisdom on what to do, on how to handle the situation, God says, ask me. Because God is not really shocked that we need wisdom. I don't think God says, oh, I'm so surprised. Pastor Mike needs wisdom. I thought he had all of that. I don't think that ever happens. <laughs> He's not shocked. Okay. <laughs> Far from it. If you lack wisdom, ask God. And I like the next part. Who gives how? You know what? God is generous. His forgiveness to me and to you, has been generously given. His favor for us, that He would embrace us, declare us righteous, call us sons and daughters, live in our lives, walk with us. Generous. His grace has been generous. Scripture talks about abundantly, you know. God does not just, you know, meagerly give you. He said, if you ask for wisdom, I'm not going to just kind of give you. He said, I'm going to give it generously. I'm going to give you wisdom. Embrace that. And then he goes on to say this, and I love this part, who gives generously to all without finding fault. God, I need wisdom in this. Well, I understand. That was a pretty stupid thing you just did. Without finding fault. God, I need wisdom. I know. And you know what? I'll give it to you. I tell you, I, I love God. I kind of like to be more like Him. <laughs> I really would. He's not going to belittle me for needing wisdom. Yeah, I see you need wisdom. And I'm glad you came. Glad you asked. Glad you want it. And then He assures us. If any of you lacks wisdom, he who asks God, uh, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. There was just one word that God left out that I would have loved to have had in there. And it will be given to him instantly. <laughs> I would have loved for that to have been added to the scriptures, okay? <laughs> but it's not in there. 
It's not there. There's no timetable. God, I, I, I need wisdom. Oh, here it is generously. God is getting close. I need wisdom. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> it's on time. But it doesn't always come early. Sometimes it does. It'll come. He said, after you ask for it, there's one other thing that we need to do. Okay? Ask for wisdom, and then, let's go to verse 6 here. But when he asks, when she asks, he must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man, that woman, should not think they will receive anything from the Lord. He's double-minded. A double-minded man is unstable in all he does. When you ask God for wisdom, He says, now I want you to believe that I've given it to you. That's just that faith thing. It's just that faith. We walk by faith in this life with Jesus. We walk by faith. And God says, I want you to believe that you've received it. Don't go in prayer, ask me for wisdom, and then step out of prayer and say, oh, what am I going to do? Oh my goodness. It's like, you're double-minded. You ask for your wisdom. Now you need to believe I'm giving it to you. When you step out of prayer, don't say, oh God, what am I... You say, God, I thank you for wisdom. I thank you you're going to direct me. I thank you, Father, you're going to show me what to do. I trust you. God wants us to believe that we will receive what we've asked for. Amen? Amen. 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 We need to be, sometimes we, we go and we pray and we pour our hearts out to God and then it's like we never even talked with Him when we just lift up all the burdens and the fears and the anxiety instantly and we just go about our day. We need to mix faith with what we do. Amen. We need to mix faith with it. Now, a couple little things to add here. The wisdom from God, it'll come through His Word. That's one of the ways it comes. So as you're reading God's Word, I encourage you, don't just read God's Word when you're needing wisdom. Don't just read God's word when you're needing something. That's kind of a, that's not the most efficient way to really walk this Christian walk. So if you are reading his word, just on a consistent basis, you know what's happening? Wisdom is just kind of building up in you. You know what I'm saying? And then as things come along in life, it's like the wisdom's there. So I encourage you, read his word. Let that word uh, make you wise. Make you wise in this life. Another way that God gives us wisdom, if we've asked and we believe we receive, is that He will He'll give us wisdom through other people at times. Through other people. Now, it takes a little bit of humility to be open for wisdom to come through other people. Because some of us Bless God, we're just going to do it ourselves. Anybody in here like that? Raise your hand proudly. <laughs> Some of us are that way. You know what, God, I'll, I don't really need anybody else. I'll just get it from you. And God says, well, my plan was to give it through somebody else, so you just may not get it. We need to be open. <laughs> okay, let's look at a couple verses there. <clears throat> Proverbs 11:12 When pride comes then comes disgrace but with humility 
comes wisdom. Humble before the Lord that we'll receive it. If He chooses to speak through somebody else, we receive it. You know, God will use all kinds of people to bring you wisdom if you're open to that. Man, He's even used our kids when they were young. You know, God will, they'll say something and it's like, I just heard from the Lord. God was just speaking through my kids, you know. And, there, and we need to be humble enough to receive wisdom when it comes through other people. We need to be thankful for that. Pride only breeds quarrels. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. Wisdom is found in those who take advice. So, uh, see wisdom as the greatest treasure. It's a treasure. It starts with a reverence for God. If God isn't like the foundation of your life, that needs to be put in place. And then the wisdom that is from Him can come. But it starts with reverence for the Lord. And then, uh, third, God wants to give us wisdom. And the fourth thing I want us to look at, we'll finish with this one. Wisdom from God looks like God. I know that sounds a little funny. But wisdom that comes from God looks like God. Because in James, he started describing what wisdom was. And, and it was like character stuff when he was describing what wisdom from God looks like. So let's go there. We're going to be in uh, James chapter 3. As we go into it, the word wisdom there is the word Sophia. It means practical wisdom skill, comprehensive insight, Christian enlightenment, a right application of knowledge, insight into the true nature of things. It, it can mean all of those things. Wisdom. Now let's, let's look at this verse. And first, uh, it first tells us what God's wisdom isn't. And then it tells us what His wisdom is. So let's look at what it isn't. James 3.13 and following. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life. Let me tell you, wisdom will show up in a life that's lived well. Wisdom will, will be shown through a good life. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the what? Humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from heaven. It is earthly, unspiritual, and of the... Okay, now we can't get much worse than that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of the devil, I really can't think of anything worse. You know? That was of the devil. Ooh. That's bad. (laughs) That's bad. And evidently, we can function in wisdom that is demonic. Or we can function in wisdom that comes from God. And I've experienced that you can do both in the same day. (laughs) You can So let's take a look at this. Verse 16, For where you have envy, okay, if if you think, man, I've just gotten wisdom, but envy, you're wanting, you're envious of something and trying to figure out how to get it and stuff and you've got wisdom, it didn't come from God. He's not giving you wisdom 
if your motive is envy for something, or the next part said, what, selfish ambition. If it's me-focused, I don't really care what it does to anybody else, but if it will help me, then give me an, give me, help me to know how to get this job, get this promotion. I don't really care about what happens with other people, but look, that wisdom isn't from God. And if you think, oh, I can manipulate, I could do this, and I think that would work out, and I could get what I want, that is wisdom that is not from God. Okay? There's no selfish ambition in the wisdom that comes from God. Let's look at what the godly wisdom is. What it does look like. Verse 17. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, okay, pure. You will know that this is coming from your Father in heaven if it's pure. Pure motives. God, I need wisdom, and there's pure reasons for it. It's pure. The word pure, with right motives, without moral corruption. It's pure. And the next one, peace-loving. You know what? When we get wisdom from God, there's not an animosity towards other people in it. Wisdom that comes from God will promote peace, not problems. It'll promote peace between people. God, give me wisdom in this relationship. You know what? I think I'm just going to tell them off. I don't think that came from God. Feels so good at the moment. Do you ever give somebody a piece of your mind? <laughs> oh. It's peace-loving. It's not contentious. It's not divisive. Let me tell you, you're getting wisdom from God on something, there's not a divisive aspect to it. There's not contention in it. You care. Peace from God. Peace-loving. Consider it. That word is translated gentle in some other places. It suggests a character that's equitable, reasonable, moderate, fair, considerate. This word is the opposite of harsh, abrasive, sarcastic, cruel. Let me tell you, when you get wisdom from the Lord in a situation, there's not a harshness. It's not going to lead you to do something harsh. It's not going to lead you to say sarcastic things. Okay? It's not going to do that. I, I love it when the Lord gives us wisdom. And, you know, Lori and I, being in ministry, you know, you, you, there's all kinds of things that happen. And, you know, when we pray, because we just want wisdom. And when God is in it, it's, it's like, it's for everybody's benefit. It's for everybody's benefit what happens. God can work things out just so well. Too often we want quick answers. And if God doesn't respond soon enough, bless God, we'll just take care of it ourselves. God, give me wisdom in my family. It's not coming. Give me wisdom in my family. You know, I'm just going to deal with it myself. It usually doesn't pay out very well. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go back to this. Peace-loving, considerate, submissive. Giving way 
to what is most beneficial to others. I'm learning that when it comes to wisdom, I can't just look at what's good for me. I kind of need to see everything involved. Because God wants to work things out for the benefit of everybody involved, not just me. And so, uh, it can take a little longer because you don't write people off as fast because you care. You don't burn the bridge as quick because you care. And it might be easier just to, to write them off and get them out of your life, but that didn't come from God. And He's trying to build you in this whole process too. So if, if you're in a relationship that's a strained relationship right now, let me just say this. There's wisdom from God for you. There's wisdom from God. Amen. And the wisdom that's from Him will look like Him. Amen. It'll look like Him. And it may mean that you have to hang in there longer and really cast things on the Lord a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but don't we want God's results you know what I'm saying don't we want God's results it's submissive <clears throat> it's full of mercy wisdom from above wisdom that comes from God is full of mercy you're praying about something and you know what you're, you're going to have mercy on people as you're working your way through this and, you know, if you don't have mercy on somebody, thankfully, you know, you just ask God to help you, ask for forgiveness and move on. It's not like you get it right or, and then you never get a second chance. No, you get other chances. But it's full of mercy. It's actively compassionate. It's forgiving. It's full of good fruit. The wisdom that comes from above is full of good fruit. I was, Lori, she doesn't think I eat enough fruit. And it's because she's right. I don't need I don't need enough fruit. So she's always buying fruit. Mike, got some blueberries. Sorry, I just need to finish my bowl of cereal. <laughs> but I'm doing better. So she blueberries. She likes blueberries. So if she likes blueberries, then we get to eat blueberries. So no, blueberries are good for you. So I was munching on some blueberries one day. Man, they were good. I mean, you get some tasty ones, you know, once in a while. So I'm just munching away, and I hit one. Oh, my word. That was the most bitter, nasty thing ever. And I was so used to just the good fruit, you know. I bit into that thing, it's like, oh. And then after that one, it's like everyone, I wonder what this one's going to be like. You know, the, the peace is gone. Every little blueberry is a chance now. It's crazy. But cereal is always the same. <laughs> when you get wisdom from God, it doesn't have the nasty little blueberry in it every once in a while. It's just always good fruit. You can't control how other people respond. But let me tell you, the wisdom from God is always good fruit. Expect it to be good fruit. Not partially good. Okay, It's good fruit. Consistently. 
it goes on to say, um, good fruit, impartial. It's consistent. It's fair. Wisdom from God isn't seeing somebody differently than you're seeing somebody else. His wisdom sees people impartially. And when you're dealing with something, you're not categorizing people. The prejudices, they're not there. That's put to the wayside. Wisdom from Him is impartial. And you know what? He wants us... Sometimes we have so much grace for family members, but if they're outside of the family, we don't have much grace for them. You know, well, let's have wisdom from the Lord on stuff. And the last one is sincere. That word, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, it means, it comes from the word hypocrisy. And it means without hypocrisy. The, the history of this word is interesting. Uh, the word hypocrisy originally denoted the acting in a play. So this word sincere signifies a sincerity void of pretension without putting on an act. Because the hypocrisy had to do with the plays where you're play acting. And this one has no play acting in it. It's sincere. It's sincere. What you see is really what's there. And the wisdom from God is sincere. It, there's not, you know, there's not manipulation in it. Um, there's not kind of sneakily, none of that. It's just sincere. We have to trust God. We have to trust God in situations. You know, I, I, there was a family member some time ago that had gotten in some trouble. And um, it was Lori. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> It wasn't her. But, but anyway, you know, distant, distant relative. <laughs> Way distant relative. But anyway, kind of got in some trouble. And we were visiting family. And he was going to have to go to court. And uh, he's kind of wondering what to do. You know, and, and uh, he was asking me. And I said, you know what? Do you want God to be in this thing? He said, yeah, I do. I want God to be in this thing. Then I said, you know what? You, you just have to tell the truth. You just be honest. Just be honest. Be up front. Be honest. Because when you're that way, then you know God can be in this thing. And so he could have said something you know, to deflect the situation. He was being I think, charged with assault or something like that. It was along that lines and uh, but you know what he just was honest and and anyway the whole eventually the whole court case just got thrown out nothing ever happened the person never showed up and the other person had been manipulating and trying to you know it was just kind of a nasty situation but we just need to be sincere okay and if you want God's stuff then you've got to go God's route and being half honest is not God's route half honest, you're going to get whatever you can come up with. Completely honest, God can come in and do what God does. So wisdom. We want wisdom that's from above. I think we're about done here. Let's see. Verse 18. Peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. I tell you what, wisdom that's from God will raise a harvest of righteousness. It will. It will. So, let me just give you these points again. And then what we're going to do is, um, 
If anybody is needing wisdom today, we're just going to ask God. You may have already been doing it, but we're just going to do that. We're going to just say, God, please give me wisdom. In this situation, I want you just to give that to Him. And then I want you to thank Him for giving you wisdom. You know what I'm saying? We're not double-minded. Well, I wonder if He did anything. No, we're not double-minded. We believe what His Word says. We're going to thank Him for wisdom. And you're just going to keep thanking Him for wisdom. And then as it comes, you will see it has the fruit of God on it. And if something else comes that doesn't really have the fruit of God, that's not wisdom from Him. You need to just chuck that to the side. That's a human way of dealing with it. And we're not wanting human results. We're wanting God in this thing. Right? We want wisdom that's from Him. So, again, the points were were simply this. See wisdom as the greatest treasure. It's awesome to have wisdom on the job, in your family, in the church. It's awesome. True wisdom starts with reverence for God. God's got to be your God. And we need to honor Him as God. He's not our genie. He's not Santa Claus. He's God. Okay? So we honor Him. We reverence Him. And He says, ask me for wisdom. So we do it. We just ask Him. And And we believe. We believe Him for wisdom. And then we recognize that the wisdom that does come from Him, it's going to look like Him. It'll look like Him. Amen? Okay, so let's just stand together. And the worship team can come, but it'll just be so that we can finish with a chorus. So You don't even have to play music during this part, but just be ready up here. Thank you. We appreciate our our worship team, let me tell you. They are a blessing. So, today is about wisdom, so I just want you to think, is is there something that you're wanting wisdom on, that you've been praying about? Let's just, you focus on that today. And we're going to ask God to give us wisdom. Okay, so just go ahead and... You don't have to pray with your eyes closed, but it probably helps. So, Whatever it takes for you just to be focusing on the Lord right now. Father, as we enter into this time, Lord, you know every detail in our lives. Some things that we go through, it's like we'd had nothing to do with. They just hit us. Some things we go through, it's because we made some decisions we shouldn't have. I mean, there's all sorts of scenarios. But you never said that we we could only ask for wisdom if we didn't bring some problems on ourselves in this situation. You never said that. You said just ask for wisdom. Yes. Even if maybe we made a mistake and now there's some consequence, we can still ask you for wisdom. It may be a difficult trial. We can ask you for wisdom. And Lord, as people here today, Think about that uh, area or areas they're really wanting your wisdom in. Lord, as they give those to you. And church, I want you just to give those to him right now. I know they may be very dear. They may be very dear. But just give those to him. Give that situation to him. Give that relationship to him. Give that challenge to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Give that obstacle to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Just give it to Him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Give it to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I want you to see it is in His hands now. You need to stop carrying it. 
Yes, Lord. It's in His hands. Thank you, Father. And say this with me. Dear God, Dear God, please give me wisdom. Please give me wisdom. On how to handle this. On what to do. And God, I may not feel anything right now, but I thank you for wisdom. I believe you heard my prayer. I believe you heard my prayer. And I believe you answered my prayer. And I believe you answered my prayer. You are giving me wisdom. You are giving me wisdom. And I thank you for it. And I thank you for it. And I continue to rejoice in the trial. Continue to rejoice in the trial. Because you are working out your way. Because you're working out your way. You're making me stronger. You are making me stronger. And your wisdom's going to come through. Your wisdom is going to come through. And you are going to be glorified. And you are going to be glorified. Through all of this. Through all of this. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank In you, Jesus' Father. name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Now don't grab it back. Amen. Amen. Let him have it. Let him have it. Let him lead you. Let him direct you. So we're just going to finish with some worship. If anybody needed prayer for anything else, healing, anything like that, we will pray. You're welcome to come for prayer. We'll just finish with worship.